Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell Laughing in the Face of Motherhood, solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question is from Melissa in our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash what fresh hell cast. You know you want to be there. Melissa says, sweet mother of pearl. My five-year-old is in grade one and I'm already getting a load of sass at homework time. Things I have tried and said to make it go more smoothly. This is Melissa's list telling him everyone in your class is doing your homework right now. I sent him straight to bed after supper for yelling at me during homework. I've tried positivity and encouragement. I've tried reasoning with him to focus. Homework will be done as soon as you write out your words twice. I've asked him, would you act like this with your teacher? And pure bribery, candy and or tablet time. I need ideas. Melissa, couple of thoughts here. First of all, there is advice for regular school and there is advice for now school. You don't say if your child is uh, attending remotely or in person. Let's assume it's some weird combination of the both. And even if they're in person, it's with masks and distancing. And it's a lot for a five-year-old to handle right now, no matter how he's handling it. We, in our homework episode, and I'll link to it in the show notes, we did a homework episode where we uh, talked about the sort of conventional wisdom that homework should be about 10 minutes times the grade level. So a first grader would have 10 times one, 10 minutes of homework. This sounds like it's probably more than like, I don't know, 20 or 30 minutes of homework. There is no way a five-year-old can handle much more than 10 minutes of homework at night after a full day of school. There's no reason your kid should be expected to do a half hour. So if it's more than half an hour you're spending, then you can stop at half an hour. And one tip I have for that is to use an hourglass. My kids who are either slow to get ready in the morning or reluctant to get ready, we would turn the sand of the hourglass over. You have this much time before we have to leave for school. You have this much time that you're going to sit here and work on your spelling. And when the sand runs out, then you can be all done. Or you have this much time to work on your homework and whatever time is left will turn the hourglass on its side and then you can have screen time for that much time instead. So that's something that could work. We had some good suggestions on the page, too. Megan is a listener who's a teacher, and she suggested that, if say if it's a list of spelling words, you can take those spelling words and you can let them spell them out with magnets on the refrigerator, use bathtub crayons at bath time. You can get the spelling words into your child's head without them sitting there with a list. 
Molly said, give some choices. Would you like to do your homework in the dining room or in the playroom today? Would you like to do your homework before snack or after snack? Notice the choice is not, would you like to do your homework or not? Giving them some sense of agency might help. Finally, if you're getting tears around this, Melissa, and and just tons of resistance, this might be what we call an iceberg situation where your kid is resistant about the homework and there's really something else going on. They're overwhelmed. They're exhausted. They're a little bit afraid of the teacher. The, you know, the masks are a little scary. What, what, whatever it is that's going on, the way that it's coming out is extreme resistance about the math worksheet. But there's really something else going on. Our first job always as parents, but especially right now, is to support our kids through this time and support the education to the extent that it's possible. But tears from a five-year-old in first grade are not worth fighting with the kid over. I think it's maybe time to let go. A five-year-old in first grade, that's a lot of work, and it's something else to consider, right? That, I mean, back in my day, as I like to say, when I was in first grade, I was a year older than this kid, and I was considered young for my grade. We are expecting kids to do higher-level work at younger and younger ages. So I think it's okay to push back. It's okay to ask the teacher if there might be other ways to reinforce whatever concepts or words they're trying to address with the homework. But put the kid first, especially right now. It's not worth fighting over. As your kid gets a little older, it will be a little bit easier for them to sit down after a long day of school and get a little more work done. Send us your parenting questions and we might answer yours next. Email us questions at whatfreshhelpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.